Today is day 26 of our Lent Reflections on the Fruit of the Spirit. My name is Lee and today we're looking at the fruit of goodness. As we enter this time of reflection and prayer, we still ourselves and become aware of God's presence with us. Let us pray. Lord, I pause from the busyness of life and choose to set my focus entirely on you once again. Please meet with me and speak with me in these moments ahead. Amen. Our Bible verse today is from Psalm 23, verse 6. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Have you ever had one of those experiences where you've lost something, and you search high and low, you look all over the place, only to find it was right where it was all along? Today we're going to be thinking about God's goodness towards us. I often find myself posed with a question by others which, despite being dressed up differently, usually has the same root. If God is good, why has this thing happened which upsets me? Sometimes the question is phrased as, if God is good, why did this person die? Or why did this person get cancer? Or why did someone get made redundant? Or why do diseases exist? Why do wars happen? Why has God not intervened in this particular thing which has affected me? All of these questions usually come back to the same thing. People's reason for not wanting or feeling able to believe in God based on a human idea of goodness. The problem is, as human beings, we have shaped our view of goodness based on whether something measures up to what we believe goodness to look like. Humanly speaking, we measure goodness usually on one of three things. Whether we like something, whether something makes a positive difference to those who we think deserve it, or whether it's morally acceptable within our own worldview and our own ethics. But what we must remember is that these things change. At one time it was good to have children when married, but now society says it's good to have children whether you're married or not married, something that's different to what we would hold as a biblical perspective. It was once thought of as good to give a homeless person some loose change, but now it's thought of as not good to give money, but to give practical help like food instead. Our understanding of what goodness is changes, and our understanding of goodness is shaped by the generation that we're part of, our upbringing or our worldview. As I said a moment ago, the problem is that we have shaped our view of goodness based on whether something measures up to what we believe goodness to look like. And that means that when things happen that oppose our understanding of goodness, we can sometimes ask that same question that's been asked of me in the past. Where is God in this situation? When things seem dark, when things seem like chaos, when it seems like there's a void in our lives in some way, we can wonder where God is. Where is God in those times? And what is he doing? If God is really good, why are we going through the chaos, the void, or the darkness? 
Where is God in those times? I find it helpful to remind myself in those moments of the unchanging truth of what God does. God is doing what he has always done, even in the moments of darkness, chaos, or when things seem like a void. The goodness of God is seen in his everlasting work. Out of the darkness, God spoke and said, let there be light. And God saw that it was good. From the chaos, God hovered over the waters and formed the land and God saw that it was good. From the void of the tomb cut in the rock, God resurrected Jesus. And so now we know he is good. Sometimes, though, it will feel like we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But that doesn't mean God's goodness is not to be seen. Notice the verse doesn't say, even though I'm stuck in the valley of the shadow of death. Remember, God leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. But sometimes it isn't until afterwards that we see God's good work in the situation too. Sometimes we only notice something afterwards when we turn and look back. If you're in the valley right now, turn around and look at where God's goodness and love has been with you in the past. Remember these times and give thanks for them while continuing to ask God to be with you now. And one day you will look back on these days and say, surely your goodness and love were with me, following me, even in those hard days. And may you know that you will always dwell in the presence of God, wherever you are and whatever today holds. So today, do you need to acknowledge and recognise more of God's goodness in your own life? Do you need to point out the goodness of God and speak it out into the lives of others? Or today, can you show God's goodness in acts of kindness towards others? Let's pray. Father, you are good and your love endures forever. Sometimes we can find it hard to see what you're doing or where you're at work. Increase our trust in your goodness especially when it doesn't seem to fit with our own definition of goodness. And help us to demonstrate your goodness in all we say and do. Amen.